Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, Rebecca, there you are. I've been looking everywhere for you. What are you talking about? You're just sitting there on your bar stool. I know, this is where I look from. I'm trying to create a turn-of-the-century mood. So am I. Sammy, here's five bucks. Can I have a hundred beers, please? <laughs> they get those stupid statistics what is two-thirds of a marriage plenty believe me i feel kind of queasy like i don't belong here like i'm doing something wrong i know that's how i feel in my bedroom that's uh kirstie alley as rebecca and and norm from cheers and some of their humorous exchanges through the years it was a show that was on decades ago but was very very funny uh kirstie alley passed away uh, cancer early 70s right 71 something yeah like 71 that? yeah it's too bad um she was actually from wichita where jack and i had our first job together um and and at one point we were trying to uh not stalk her we insisted on getting her on the air and she didn't want to be <laughs> and said some mean things um and not that that matters uh a lovely gal a talented comedic actress she had a, a better career than i'd remembered in reading some of the yeah obituaries but I don't know. Actors, TV stars, it's, it's, they do a nice job. It's fine. But I don't... How do you worship them? How's it, I guess maybe if, you know, they're part of your past. and I guess like when a Ron Howard goes or something. Of course, he's, he's a gifted artist, an actual artist. Um, but anyway, nice gal. Sorry she passed. 
condolences to her family. Absolutely. Um, so a couple of things we need to get to. First of all, uh, we're going to talk to a reporter from North Carolina about um, somebody shot up some substations, power stations, uh, critical parts of the electrical grid, which is interesting. And it might be one thing and it might be another. But I had heard that our electrical grid system as a whole in the, in the country uh, was was really vulnerable to various sorts of attacks. I didn't realize how vulnerable and how easy it would be to plunge all of us into darkness from Maine to San Diego. CBS News doing some pretty good reporting on that. We're going to talk to Jim Crisula from CBS in a couple of minutes. And, you know, it's funny. Well, maybe I'll, I'll save my thinking on that or my my. My points on that until we talk to uh, Mr. Crisula, but uh, stay tuned for that. Trust me, you're going to be surprised and not pleasantly. We also have a, kind of an update and a, a, a new look at the whole Twitter files, Matt Taibbi, uh, FBI and Biden administration, Hunter's laptop mess. Having thought about it for a couple of days, read some more about it, and, and some of your contributions, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com is our email address, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, has, has really brought clarity to the parts of it that matter and the parts that don't as much. So we'll deal with that uh, probably at the bottom of the hour, roughly. Uh, so Trump's statement about uh, suspending the Constitution and, uh, and stuff like that, and yeah, that's, that's simplifying what he said, but that's what he meant. Uh, we talked about a fair amount yesterday, got, as you might expect, a, a bit of email reaction. Um, one or two people tried to come to his defense saying, that's not what he meant at all. Yeah, that is what he meant. Or he's so bad at saying what he means, he just needs to shut up. He's a grown man. If he needs you to parse and twist and interpret what he says to try to make sense of it and not make it sound like he's suspending the Constitution as some sort of would-be dictator, well, then he just he's no good at it. He's got to be quiet if he needs you to interpret for him. Had a couple of the... Yeah, well, what about the uh, probably unconstitutional Biden campaign or Hillary campaign joining with the FBI and the Steele dossier and Russia... Actual Russian collusion, and then the I mentioned the FBI, didn't I? And et cetera, et cetera. Twenty sixteen. You know what? You're right. That stuff was dirty. It was dirty, and people involved in the government probably took highly, maybe illegally, partisan action to influence an election. You are right. And that doesn't excuse what Trump said, an iota, not a grain of sand worth. If Jack murders Michelangelo, sorry, Michael, it's the first metaphor that, that leapt to mind. That's yeah, okay. We don't condone murder of anyone. You know, if Jack murders Michelangelo, then I do something horrific. I don't get to say, well, Jack murdered Michelangelo. That doesn't make what I did less horrific. It just means both sides are horrific. But I get it, the partisan thing, I know, or the uh, the tribal thing. You're on Trump's side, so you can't brook any uh, criticism. Uh, I just say we need a new guy to carry the ball, as you know. Charles C.W. Cook, who's one of the smartest guys writing, he writes for, uh, uh, whoops, uh, where the hell did it go? 
I've switched to a MacBook for my uh, for the way I do the show, and I love it. It's it's one of the newer ones, and it's crazy, crazy fast. Um, and it never gets hung up ever, and it's fabulous. But the way it leaps around and I'll have a tab and then I click like one tab over and then all of a sudden I'm like on a different screen and stuff. I've still got to figure that out. Anyway, I found it. Charles C.W. Cook writes for the National Review. Um, writes, once again, Donald Trump has proposed dismantling the United States Constitution. Do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? Trump asked on Truth Social. A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. There is no way to parse that in any way that's sane that isn't calling for termination or suspension of the Constitution to reinstall him as president, which is a horrible, 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 horrible idea. But so do you have a new election or do you spend all the the rules? Charles C.W. Crook writes, the answer to Trump's question is neither. The response to his declaration is no, it does not. The conclusion one must draw is that the 45th president of the United States has lost whatever was left of his mind. That Trump probably cannot achieve his stated aims here remains spectacularly beside the point. During the closing days of the 2020 election, I wrote repeatedly about the seriousness of Joe Biden's refusal to reject the idea of packing the Supreme Court. Something I joined uh, Charles Cook on. It was, it's an abhorrent idea. It's a disgusting idea. It's an idea that takes a pee on the Constitution, and I hate it. And Trump was right about it. But Cook's point is, not once did I receive an email from a Trump voter telling me that my alarm was misplaced on the grounds that in all likelihood... Biden couldn't get the votes to do it. He can't get it done, so don't worry about it. Back then, rightly so, the mere fact that Biden was entertaining the idea was deemed instructive. Quote, when people tell you what they want to do with power, you should believe them. Joe Biden cannot be trusted with power. Well, so it is with Donald Trump once again. When Trump declared its 2024 candidacy last month, he implicitly asked us to judge him and his plans for the country and eventually to compare those plans to those that are on offer from other hopefuls. And so we must, including when he talks about the election of 2020. Friends, friends, no sin of the left. And there are so many. No unconstitutional garbage foisted by the left. Nothing excuses anybody on our side from saying we got to suspend the Constitution. That's fascism. You don't want to be a fascist. You want to win. You want to fight like hell to win. And if you want to get mean and nasty, that's politics. I get it. Talking about suspending the Constitution? No. No, no. So somebody's shooting up power stations in North Carolina. I have a theory what it is, and it doesn't matter that much. But what it showed about the nation's electrical grid? Holy crap, are you serious? Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of good stuff to get to. Uh, more on Twitter and Matt Taibbi and uh, Elon Musk and Congress and all sorts of stuff like that, uh, uh, as we were mentioning last segment. Uh, stay tuned if you can. But right now, great pleasure to talk to Jim Crisula, CBS News correspondent, uh, about the uh, strange and troubling shootings of some power stations in North Carolina. First of all, Jim, how are you? Well, Joe, hope you are as well. Oh, I I am indeed. And first, before we get to the substance of the story, I've got to embarrass you. Jim, you are one of the great radio news people of my lifetime and my career. We're fellow Illinoisans, so I love the cut of your jib. But you've covered like every big story through the years, and I think you do a terrific job of and and this is this is kind of a rarity in media. I think you understand the people of America, not just people in Manhattan and the Beltway, but I feel like you get Americans. Well, I appreciate that very much, Joe. You're very, far too kind. Um, and, and perhaps that comes with all of, all of the traveling I've done for CBS over, over several decades now. And uh, going, you know, to average everyday places and, and talking to people and, and hearing them out and hearing their concerns and um, what, what they want out of life and how they see things in our country and, and across the world, for that matter. But, but thank you. Very kind of you. Oh, it's my pleasure. So, Jim, let's talk about the the shooting of the substations in North Carolina. What the heck happened? What do we know? Boy, good question. And as you mentioned just a bit ago, too, Joe, very troubling. So we have Moore County, North Carolina. That's about an hour southwest of Raleigh. A couple of uh, well-known places there, Pinehurst and Southern Pines. Of course, Pinehurst with all the golf courses, U.S. Open National Championship has been played there several times. So, and again, this also Moore County borders up against the backside, if you will, of the Army's huge Fort Bragg. So a lot of active duty and retired military in Moore County. That being said, back on Saturday, kind of around dinner time here on the East Coast, 
Joe, police started getting reports of power outages. And as Duke Energy crews went out, they realized that someone, either an individual or group of people, we don't know, had opened fire on two power substations, again, in Moore County. Initially, about 80,000 people were without power. Uh, Through Sunday, that figure now is about 30,000. So, again, it's been cold here. At uh, you know, and people with no power or heat in their homes again. Duke Energy saying this morning, Joe, they are hoping to have all of this power back on sometime, maybe mid Thursday, mid afternoon Thursday. Mm-hmm. One of the things too, Joe, let me mention is that the Duke Energy folks have said that there was very specific equipment targeted in these power substations. So again, whoever did this had to have a pretty good idea of, of the, how these power substations work because it certainly looks as though this was targeted specifically to areas, specific areas in those power substations. Well, that's interesting. As a guy who spent uh, quite a bit of time in the Carolinas through the years, including living in Charlotte uh, for a couple of years, um, my initial reaction was uh, uh, some good old boys with a couple of drinks in them who decided to get some target practice in, but Sure. That latest piece of information would tend to make that seem less likely. So it could be evildoers with a specific plot, angry ex-employees, um, and, and I suppose we'll wait and see what the authorities have to say. But one of the main reasons I was anxious to talk to you, Jim, is that on CBS Evening News last night, they made clear how vulnerable our power grid is nationally. And I think that what they said was that somebody could take out 20 of these yes. substations and plunge the entire country into darkness. Basically, yes. And, and I think if I, I did see that report as well, Joe, and if I remember correctly, uh, Mark Strassman, my buddy from CBS News in Atlanta, reported uh, there's something like 55,000 of these power substations around the country. And yes, I, I was stunned at that when I heard that as well, that these, uh, you know, energy insiders, energy sector insiders saying that, hey, they really only need to target 20 or so to, of these substations to to really, as you mentioned, wipe out the nation's electrical grid. So, uh, again, you know, we have seen, Joe, in recent years, security upgrades around these power substations, mainly in the form of improved and increased fencing with razor wire, things like that. And that's been done in response to the issue of people going into these power substations and trying to steal the cable, the copper cable. So they have increased security. One of the questions I have, and these two particular power substations, Joe, by the way, were both in very rural areas. So one of the questions I have is, were there any kind of security cameras at those facilities or nearby that might give authorities some clue, some lead in this? Jim Crisulo, CBS News on the line. Jim, thanks so much for the report. We'll look forward to updates. Yeah, thanks. And again, uh, thanks for the kind words, Joe. And, and you stay well. Be be well. Absolutely. Great to talk to you. Thank you. So, you know, given my practiced eye at looking at various aberrant behavior, <sighs> disgruntled ex-employees or employee. That'd be my Most, guess. Yeah. That makes sense to you, Michael. Um, yeah, but obviously we'll wait and see. Um Nobody wants America to turn into an armed camp, but given the uh, 
malign actors around the globe from Iran to China to Russia to North Korea to, you know, goodness knows who's going to be next. Um, the number of people who would love to screw with the United States, uh, 20 guys with 20 grenades around the country. If that's all it takes to plunge us into darkness, that's vulnerable. Or, you know, 20 guys with 20 rifles or, or, or what have you, since, you know, fences are remarkably bad at keeping bullets out. Chain link fences, anyway. Um, boy, that's, that's interesting. And cameras are great, but they have to be monitored. I mean, unless, you know, granted, doing the detective work after the entire country is plunged into cold and dark, that, that would be worth doing. But I think we'd all prefer a little prevention. 55,000 of these substations around the country, as few as 20 out simultaneously, takes the whole country out. Yipes. We're a little soft, especially for increasingly spicy times. Speaking of spicy times, more on the Matt Taibbi, Elon Musk Twitter files thing and why it really matters and why the mainstream media and the government should be paying attention. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You're about to hear the voice of Matt Taibbi. 
Substack author, longtime Rolling Stone uh, journalist, wrote you know seven thousand word, super long, researched pieces on various topics. He's a lefty, but an honest man. This tape is from uh, one of the Monk debates, M U N K, that are held at a university in Toronto, uh, in which they get uh, two or four speakers representing different sides and have an old fashioned debate on some great issue of the day. And I thought this would be a good place to start this discussion of Twitter and the government and and, and uh, Hunter Biden's laptop and all. Uh, the proposition that they were debating was simply the mainstream media should not be trusted. And Matt Taibbi and Charles Murray were arguing that that's true. And Malcolm Gladwell and Michelle Goldberg of the New York Times were arguing, oh, you should absolutely trust the mainstream media. And I have thoughts on the debate in general, but first, here's Matt Taibbi. Whatever the reason, mainstream media has an enormous trust problem. And it's doing an ostrich act. It's pretending it's not happening. It's pretending that it's somebody else's fault. When you're a writer, when you're a journalist, and people don't trust you, it's always your fault. It's always a communication problem. You can look back. I remember covering the 2016 presidential campaign. The news media couldn't have gotten that story more wrong for longer. Uh, first, every single data journalist uh, said with absolute certainty that Donald Trump would never be the Republican nominee. Nate Silver from 538.com said that Donald Trump would play in the NBA before he'd be the Republican nominee. Uh, then they gave him no chance to win the nominate, to win the general election. And after that happened, they should have looked inside and said, what did we get wrong? How did we miss this? Well, you missed it because you're living in a bubble and you're no longer in contact with the rest of America. And that's the problem with the media today. Thank you, Matt. Oh, we don't have the statistic in there? That's the one thing I specifically asked for. Oh, well, miscommunication. Uh, Taibbi points out that it doesn't, what I say in this debate isn't really that important about whether you should trust the mainstream media. Nobody does. Uh, the, uh, the percentages were striking and I wish we had them. Um, the number of people who trust the mainstream media very much is in the single digits. And the people moderately trust it is uh, significantly more than that. But the uh, number of people who completely mistrust or mostly mistrust the mainstream media is uh, higher than those that trust it. They have a terrible trust problem. We do? How did work? Well, why is it not? All right, go ahead. From a recent Gallup trusted media survey. Americans' trust in media remains near record low. Uh, Washington, D.C. dateline. At 34%, Americans trust in mass media to report the news, quote, fully accurately and fairly is essentially unchanged from last year and just two points higher than the lowest that Gallup has recorded in 2016 during the presidential campaign. Just 7% of Americans have a great deal of trust and confidence in media, and 27% have a fair amount. Meanwhile, 28% of U.S. adults say they do not have much confidence, and 38% have none at all in newspapers, TV, and radio. Notably, this is the first time that the percentage of Americans with no trust at all in media is higher than the percentage with a great deal or a fair amount combined. Right. So that settles it. Uh, Just got to mention Malcolm Gladwell, whose work I have enjoyed at times through the years, um, came off as a nasty, unfair 
weasel who inexplicably, in, inexcusably brought up the race card in ways that were just like, wait, what? It is awful. Anyway, um, I, I tweeted a link. Uh, let's uh, let's dig that up. We'll put it at armstrongandgetty.com to the debate. It's an hour and a half long, and I never watch stuff that long. I'm too busy. I did. I watched the entire thing yesterday. Um, but we'll we'll grab you a link at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links uh, by the end of the day today. Just check back once or twice if you get a chance. Anyway, um, that's all a preamble to talking about the whole Twitter files, Matt Taibbi, Elon Musk, uh, Hunter Biden thing, uh, which is probably going to take the rest of the half hour, but that's okay because there are three people in particular I want to quote um, that really boil it down to the stuff that needs to be said. First, a very quick word from our friends at HelloFresh. They deliver chef-crafted recipes right to your door so you can skip the trip to the grocery store, spend more time celebrating the season with those you love. Judy and I are having, I wish I could remember, I thought she was going to go with the spicy pork tacos tonight. But she chose, we were talking about this last night, a um, really delicious-looking thing involving zucchini and and uh, a sauce that looks fantastic. And we'd never come up with this on our own. We're just not creative that way. But HelloFresh delivers these things to our door with the pre-measured ingredients and the rest of it. You whip it up. It's It takes a few minutes, but it's not bad. And there's none of that standing around wondering what to eat stuff. We love it. We're longtime subscribers, but you can cancel anytime you want. You get 35 weekly recipes to choose from. Get one a week, get two a week, four a week, whatever is good for you. And again, cancel anytime. Uh, get started today. HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong18. Use that code for 18 free meals plus free shipping. Uh, that's over a certain amount of time, but Armstrong, I'm sorry, it's HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong18. One more time. HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong18. Really do love HelloFresh. Oh, it's made our eating so much better. Uh, let's see, where are we? Okay, I'm going to go with this first. Dean, listener Dean, um, who wrote a terrific email. I'm enjoying your coverage of Taibbi's investigative journalism regarding the 2020 election, the Twitter thing specifically, I should say. Um, you discussed the problems with the FBI using social media to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story. And I want to get more into the FBI's role in this in a minute, but... Um, uh, da, 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 da. unless I've been misled, Taibbi posted an internal conversation among Twitter employees and moderators that said something like, here's some files for review from the Biden administration. And the response was handled. That's exactly right, Dean. Yeah, that was in, I've, I've looked at the actual documents. That's exactly what they said. Um, and there was a list of four or five, uh, tweets and accounts that the Biden administration said to Twitter, hey, look into these, and they handled it for them. And Dean writes, this seems to be direct communication between a media outlet and the president's administration for the purpose of censoring the opposition. Maybe even more than the FBI's communication with big tech, it's a blatant violation of the First Amendment. It is at least extremely troubling the relationship between the executive branch specifically, but, you know, sometimes powerful congresspeople and the media is a troubling one right now. It's not illegal or a violation of the First Amendment for the press secretary, for instance, to call up uh, columnist Jones 
and say, hey, that stuff you said about the president uh, is, is doing animal sacrifices in the map room, that's not accurate. He's doing the animal sacrifices in the blue room or whatever. They're allowed to do that. But if you have a compliant big tech directly executing the censorship desires of the executive branch out of ideological loyalty, that's one thing. If they're bribed to do it in a way, through legislatively or through subsidies or not to, you know, making them pay fines or whatever. That's something, or through threats. That's where you get into really, really uncomfortable ground. And it's a good point, Dean, and you made it well. Um, and then, then he points this out, Trump fans, this is for you. Well, and just fans of justice in general. Regarding, uh, let's review a few things. In 2016, the FBI and CIA colluded with the DNC and Hillary Clinton to fabricate the Steele dossier, which led to the Obama just, Justice Department's surveillance of presidential candidate Donald Trump. That's oversimplifying it, but we'll let it stand. After Trump took office, the dossier was used to launch the Mueller investigation that led to the first impeachment of Trump. Again, I, I don't agree with that completely, but I see your point. During the 2020 election, the FBI implored and likely paid media outlets to bury important stories about the Bidens, including Joe, and blatantly interfered with the election. Again, that's oversimplified and overstated, but in principle, you're right. All of this points to widespread corruption and crime. While I certainly don't agree with Trump's truth about abolishing the Constitution, I do wonder, are there mechanisms in the Constitution to deal with all this corruption? Who will be held accountable? <clears throat> it's an excellent question. Um, my guess is they won't be mostly, if you want my honest answer. I, I think these are smart people who are really good at their jobs, and they know how far they can go. And they have lawyers, and they understand that on the one side of this very, very fine line, nothing bad's going to happen to them. On the other side, they're they're felons. But they're really, really good at finding those lines in, you know, you call it the deep state if you want, the permanent bureaucracy of D.C., um, the upper, upper echelons of federal law enforcement. They're really good at, at towing those lines. Anyway, um, but was there a concerted effort on the part of officials in departments and bureaus that should be squeaky clean. Was there an effort on, on the part of those people to make sure Trump didn't get elected and then didn't get reelected? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And they let their partisan leanings cloud their professional judgment. That's the most charitable description I can come up with. At the very least. And if Dean were to, to you know, describe it, or you folks maybe too, uh, you'd put it a lot more strongly. They desecrated their vows of, uh, you know, fidelity to the Constitution and to the duties of their office to engage in partisan politics in a way that's illegal. Um, and I think they did, honestly. Uh, and as I've said before, I think some of them righteously thought Trump's dangerous, he's an idiot, he's, he wants to be a dictator, whatever. Uh, and whether they were right or wrong, they some people sincerely believe that. 
but again, my protest is have the balls to say, here's what I did, here's why I did it. And don't just do it in secret and then deny that you did it and hide behind lawyers and all. If you're going to take actions that strong, stand next to your principles, point at them, and say, this is what I believe. Don't act like a spy or a weasel. So there's much more to be said, uh, more specifically about the Twitter thing. Um, And I think you're going to like it. Stay tuned. If you can't, grab the podcast later. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, so plunging on with the whole what really matters about the Twitter files and the, the Hunter Biden laptop and the FBI's involvement <clears throat> and the rest of it. If you didn't catch the previous segment, grab it via podcast, Armstrong and Getty on Demand. Uh, what are we, hour two? Uh, okay. Uh, Jack's sick, by the way. We're, we're hoping he gets well soon, but, uh, you know, all those bugs going around. What are you going to do? Uh, so a couple of things. Number one, Miranda Devine on the New York Post wrote a great piece outlining that the FBI warned Twitter during weekly meetings before the 2020 election to expect hack and leak operations by state actors, including Russia, obviously, involving Hunter Biden, and likely in October, according to a sworn declaration by Twitter's former head of site integrity, Yoel Roth, who is a a campus lefty type. He's, He's your woke weasel type. 
No offense, Mr. Roth. Many people enjoy the company of weasels. Anyway, so the warnings were so specific and repeated that Twitter immediately censored the post scoop about Hunter Biden's laptop on October 14th, citing its, quote, hacked materials policy. A move that was described by Elon Musk a couple of days ago as election interference. And he's right. Now, you almost have to let the woke weasels off the hook if indeed Miranda Devine's piece in the New York Post is right, and I think it is, because, well, as she writes, the extraordinary revelation for the first time lays bare how the FBI was involved in pre-bunking the story of the laptop, which had been in the Bureau's possession for almost a year. Remember that. The Bureau had the thing. I've heard various media uh, outlets make the excuse, well, we had to independently verify that it was a legit laptop and the emails were legit and took a long time for forensic experts. And and nobody, of course, well, not nobody, but few asked them, well, if you got an email from Armstrong to Getty and you're not sure it's Armstrong's laptop, really, if that's a legit email, why don't you just ask Joe, did you get this email from Jack? Is this legit? But nobody did that, conveniently. Anyway, says this, uh, oh, uh, what's this guy's first name? Yol Roth, the site of, uh, head of site integrity there at Twitter. He said, quote, Quote, I was told in these meetings that the intelligence community expected that individuals associated with political campaigns would be subject to hacking attacks, and the material obtained through those hacking attacks would likely be disseminated over social media platforms, including Twitter. I also learned in those meetings that there were rumors that a hack and leak operation would involve Hunter Biden. The FBI also warned Facebook to be on high alert for a dump of Russian propaganda before the 2020 election, according to Mark Zuckerberg when he was talking to Joe Rogan a while back. Um, the FBI agent who organized those weekly meetings with Big Tech was Supervisory Special Agent Elvis Chan, who's, uh, well, Miranda Devine writes, whose postgraduate thesis claimed that Russia interfered with the 2016 election to help former President Donald Trump. So he was way down with the whole Russian collusion hoax. Now, when he testified about running these weekly meetings with big tech, warning them to be on the lookout. He didn't recall whether Hunter Biden was mentioned. He says, oh, yeah, we warned him about hack and leak stuff, but I don't remember mentioning Hunter Biden. Well, the Twitter guy remembers it very vividly. And I will tell you this, semi-off the record, uh, an attorney friend of ours once explained the incredible value of I don't recall. Because if you say you don't recall, nobody can claim, yes, you do. No, I don't. I'm a forgetful son of a gun. I just can't remember. And that's uh, you know pretty useful on the stand. So anyway, if indeed this Elvis Chan guy was repeatedly saying to Twitter, any minute, there could be something crazy about Hunter Biden. It's a Russian smear. Any Oh, we're afraid of a Russian smear of Hunter Biden. Oh, golly, wouldn't that be terrible? And then the New York Post gets the Hunter Biden laptop story. You can almost excuse the people at Twitter for saying, there it is. There's the one they warned, the one they warned us about. There it is. And the fault lays much more. On the side of uh, lies, lies much more on the side of the the FBI. This one guy, Elvis Chan, 
if indeed it unfolded the way the Twitter guy, and why would he lie, is, is saying the FBI had the laptop. If there are FBI guys, and I have so much respect for so many great agents of the FBI who keep us safe from cartels and, and drug gangs and, and organized crime and terrorism and a hundred other things. The FBI, the vast majority of the field agents do a fabulous job and are patriots. I believe that to my heart. But if there were higher-ups in D.C., who thought Trump was so dangerous, they were justified in doing anything to make sure he didn't get elected. Again, have the balls to say so, please. One more thing. We barely have time for this. I'll get started on it. But Rich Lowry, also writing for the New York Post, points out that the Twitter files released by Elon Musk give us a more fine-grained understanding of how and why the social media company decided to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story and how stupid that was and how everybody admits it. But what about, and I brought this up yesterday, what about those 50 current and former intelligence, national intelligence folks who led everybody to believe it was a Russian plant? What about those people? And did they know in advance they were lying? Join us next hour. Armstrong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io. For current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander, or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.